Welcome to the Fandom Show. I love this. Like, I went straight into those, like, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday voices. Sorry about that. Uh, the show where we explore fantastic fandoms by talking to our favorites about their favorites. I'm hopefully one of your favorites, Kaya Green. And I'm hopefully one of your other favorites, Stephanie Mellon. You're one of my favorites, Steph. Aw, that's really nice. You're also one of my favorites. Well, Sorry, that, I took, that said... took too oh, long. No. Oh, no. <laughs> um, okay, so today uh, we're talking about something that you might not consider a fandom, but absolutely 100% is space. Space. The final frontier, as they say. But not sci-fi. We're talking about, like, real life, in-person, uh, up-in-the-sky space. Yeah, this isn't a channel on your cable package. This is the real deal. The actual thing. The the place where billionaires go. Oh, gosh. We'll get to that <laughs> well, later. We'll, we'll get to that. That's, yipey, a, that, that's a different thing for a different time. Uh, Steph, what, what do you, personally, in your life, with no research, don't look at your phone, look, put your phone away, uh, know about space? Um, it is big. It is where a lot of Sailor Moon's lore comes from. Um, it is, they've got lots of planets. You could have songs about them. Um, but I've, I've got to say, it's pretty basic. Uh, Commander Hadfield, I know about that guy. He played a song in space. Um, but I don't have any deep understanding of anything space. Um, all my knowledge is pretty down to earth. Hey! Oh, I see what you did there. Thank you, thank you so much. And um, didn't take a telescope. Oh, this man. is gonna be so funny, and I'm excited. Terrific. Okay, uh, um, what do you know about space, Kaya? Oh, so little. Um, I know it's big. I know it's up. Uh, I know it's also down and sideways. Um, I know that it uh, is. No one can hear you scream. There. Oh, no. Um, uh, I know that it's a vacuum, and it will either make you implode or explode if you don't have a suit on. Um, I, I think one of those, or you just freeze. Anyway, the point is that uh, it's a big, dangerous, scary place, uh, but with lots of really cool stuff in it, uh, like planets, stars, maybe aliens, black holes, and... A lot um, of garbage. And unfortunately, a lot of weird garbage, yeah. yeah. Uh, so most of what I know is from sci-fi, which is probably unreliable <laughs> and probably should not in any way be counted on. I am not good at the science. Uh, but you know who does know a lot about space? It's our special guest. Yes. So uh, today we have the wonderful Incasio Bona. Um, uh, she is a Second City uh, main stage cast member right now, and you should absolutely go see her because she is absolutely hilarious. Uh, she was recently also a member of the Toronto Fringe Festival's Woken Broke, which earned Best Ensemble from Now Magazine. Um, they are, uh, I, or sorry, she is a 2020 Sketch Comedy Project Fund recipient for the An Untitled Black Sketch product Project. Canada's first and only black sketch ensemble, um, as well as our history-based sketch troupe 1623, uh, pronounced like the year. Um, and she has performed at notable festivals such as JFL 42 and North by Northeast. Outside of performing, uh, Nkasi is a diehard fan of gymnastics and, of course, space, and says in her bio that she would go to the International Space Station in a heartbeat. Could she be any more qualified? Hello, Nkasi. <laughs> Hello, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for fans, I mean, if we were talking to, like, scientists, obviously you want to go to NASA, but in terms of the fandom of, of, of that space... That shouldn't qualify me to go to space, though. I think so. I, I don't mean, think so. William Shatner got to go. I know. So, oh, I, we have feelings about this. It's oh, fine. I cannot wait to get into this. We'll save that for the hot take. So if, if you're new to the show, we're going to do two sections here. Right out the gate, we're going to just talk about some of the basic stuff. Um, so no spoilers. Uh, we'll just no talk spoilers about... spoilers about space. Yeah, that's right. Um, but, so uh, you could go to a dinner party, and you could have a casual 
conversation about some of the basic elements of space. Yeah, 100%. If two but people no are nerding. Yeah. No spoilers. No spoilers. Oh, I can't tell you what happens light years from now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can in the second half of the show when we're going to get into hot takes and get all spoilery and spill all the, the space tea, Ooh. which I assume would spill upwards, sideways, and downwards because of gravity. Or the lack thereof. Microgravity. My, microgravity? Oh, God, I can't wait. Okay, <laughs> <Sorry>. so... <laughs> there is some gravity. What? I didn't know That's that. That's why it's microgravity. It's not no gravity. That's why when you see, like, astronauts in, like, the ISS or something, their clothes don't necessarily, like, float up. They still stay down, but they're still floating. Does that make oh. sense? My mouth is what? open. That what? Yeah. I did not know so that. So it's microgravity. There's I, a bit of gravity. I thought there was none at all. I've yeah. already learned something. Oh, yeah. amazing. Well, this was a great show, everyone. Thanks yeah. so much for coming. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, we just want to, we're going to start nice and easy. Uh, so if someone was like, I want to learn about space, uh, but don't necessarily know, how do you start? It's infinite. So not even knowing how to get into it, but how would you suggest if someone was interested in getting into space or maybe how you got into space? I'll just say how I got into space. I think I lucked out uh, in the sense of, well, during the pandemic, I got real bored because everyone was bored. Who didn't? Yeah, so I started doing this thing where, oh, this is this gets a little dark. Anyways, I started doing this thing where I watched news reports from things that happened either before I was born or while I was really young, so like disasters. <laughs> Just because, like, live news reports. I'm like, I just want, I'm curious. Um, and well, I'm also a bit of a history nerd, right? So, yeah. like, yeah. So, okay. yeah, oh, yeah. So, I love all, I love all that stuff, quote unquote. Um, <laughs> Where are the quotes? Because I don't love disasters. Oh, okay, okay got it, yeah, got it, got yeah. it. No, that's probably good to clarify. But it's interesting. <laughs> yes. So, I ended up watching uh, The Challenger disaster. I was like, that's horrifying. That's a big one. And then space had kind of been horrifying to me at that point, but I don't know why. I just started, like, the YouTube. Algorithm started giving me YouTube videos, and I came across one video from an astronaut, Mike Massimino, who's an American astronaut. Um, he's just as New York as he sounds. Um, <laughs> and he sounds. Yes, uh, Massimino. Uh, <laughs> but he, I started watching his videos specifically with him, and the thing is, something I noticed about lots of astronauts, space people, scientists, they're not great at like peopling. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That makes sense. So sometimes you'll watch videos and you're like, oh, my God, please stop talking. <laughs> but the thing about him is he's so good with people and he's so personable and funny and genuinely good when it comes to talking. So I started watching videos him and I was genuinely interested because he was such an interesting guy and he presented it in such an interesting, funny way, which had never been done before. So then that kind of got me into this spiral of just watching his videos and then kind of going off and watching Chris Hadfield and stuff like that. But then he was the, the person that kind of uh, lured me in. So I guess... Ooh. Watch Mike Massimino. He also has a podcast. Sounds like he's like the Bill Nye science guy, but of space specifically. Yeah, Yeah, and he literally has a podcast called Two Funny Astronauts. Really? Yeah, it's him and another astronaut that I don't know. I haven't listened to it. That's cool. That sounds very exciting. I will, though. Oh, so you're listening, okay, so Mike. That's how you got interested <laughs> in it, and I know you're a history person. What is sort of like the history of, of uh, space exploration? Because I know that like there's the three ma- major players. This is very I know very little, but I know that it's a space Ru- race. Yeah, a space race. Yeah, yeah. I know Russia, China, and and the U.S. have all kind of had a, a real battle. So uh, China just went up for the first time. Yes. On their space station. Whoa. Um, 
like Wait, three months ago. Their space station, they have a different space station? Yeah. What? So they, I think one Chinese astronaut has gone on board the ISS, but for the most part, uh, the International Space Station is a cooperative effort between most nations, but China is not part of that. They have a separate space station, which was just completed recently. As you know, like last year, one of their rockets was like hurtling uncontrolled back to Earth. Oh, yeah. Oh. But the space race was essentially between um, Russia and America, and China's doing some stuff too, but, uh, and obviously they have lots of money and whatnot, but it's predominantly between Russia and China. And first they're like, who's going to get to space first? And like, okay, and then Russia got to space. They're like, cool, that's been taken. Who's getting to the moon? And then that was the Americans who got to the moon. And then finally, eventually, like, we should work together. (laughs) I think that would work better. So then they started working together on the Mir space station, which is no longer a thing. Uh, They deorbited it, I want to say, like, 20 years ago or so. Just over 20 years ago, yeah. Okay. What does it take to deorbit something? Um, You essentially have to... Well, one... So... Like I was saying, the Chinese rocket that went up and came back down uncontrolled, the whole thing is you kind of have to burn it up on re-entry or it essentially goes back like in out of control. So right. deorbiting, a controlled deorbit, is when you just control it going back into the Earth so you know where it's going to land approximately. Okay. Right. And because the problem is if it's not controlled, then it's like it can burn up, but pieces can land on land, and the goal is to deorbit it so it lands and breaks up over an ocean. Whoa. That makes sense. So all space stations have, like, thrusters, because if they come a certain distance from Earth, then they start going back to Earth, so they have to keep thrusting away. Um, So this is like the parallel parking of space. (laughs) (laughs) No, so my partner got really upset with me. Uh, Like, not really upset. I shouldn't say that. But I I woke up at 5 in the morning to watch one of the dragon capsules change um, docking ports. And he's like, you literally woke up at 5 in the morning to watch the most expensive parking. (gasps) So I was right. It is parking. Yeah, it is. Cool. So yeah, I, I watched parking at five in the morning. It hey, was... but it's really, really high octane, Yeah, to it, be fair. Yeah, you could die parking there. Yeah, which is how I feel when I'm parallel parking, but that is just my anxiety. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, so we, we know about the big uh, country players. Who are some of the astronauts that we should know? Uh, any names, any space celebrities that aren't billionaires? Um, Don't worry, I we'll think, get into the billionaires. <laughs> I, I think as Canadians, there's there's always Chris Hatfield. Of Roberta course. Bondar? Yes. What's this, is a name? Um, is, is a name. Yeah, she was, she was in space. Yeah, it is a name, and that name happened to go to space. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Along with the person attached. Uh, for me, Mae Jameson, first black woman in space. Hell yeah. Um... Was she the one who was also on Star Trek? Yes. Yes, so oh. awesome. Yeah. It was before people were, well, not before, right now, I, I've seen people be like, she was the first actor in space. But it's like, if we're getting technical, she was an astronaut, and she left NASA and then went on it. So technically, was she an actor? Like, I don't know. It's just like, she was an actor after. I mean, at that point, what is time, really? Is it a cube? Is it a stack? You know, was she an actor before, after? Hard to say. So Mae Jameson. (laughs) uh, I deserve that. First black woman in in space. Uh, My my favorite astronaut is Alexander Gerst. He's a German astronaut. Why is he your favorite? Because you're you're having a giggle yeah, here. Yeah, why okay. are you laughing? I don't know. Like, I won't, okay, I won't lie. 
lie. I first started watching his videos because I was like, oh, look how bald you are. That's adorable. <laughs> okay, uh, now I see why you're laughing. <laughs> and then I don't know. He's just so, like, adorably German. And he's really also, okay, this is another thing. I do like watching his videos because he he's very unnaturally passionate, like, in a good way about space. Mm-hmm. In one of those ways where it's like, you wouldn't be, like, sometimes you hang out with people who are like, let me tell you about my job, and you're like, I hate you so much. <laughs> um, he feels like the person who you'd sit down with, he would tell you about your his job, but you'd be like, no, wait. Tell me more. Tell me more. And you would, like, surprise yourself that you genuinely want to know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you, you'd really be like, no, keep telling me about yourself, because I'm so boring compared to whatever you know. Right. Um, so, yeah, he's... He's the one, I'm wearing his t-shirt right now. Oh, fun. Yeah, yeah it's one of the most expensive t-shirts. I, I love that he has a t-shirt. I was going to ask, do astronauts generally have merch? Yeah. So it's because he's European, he's with the European Space Agency, and the Canadian Space Agency and like NASA do not do this, but the European Space Agency has a merch store. <gasps> so if there's a recent mission or a mission happening now, um, they will generally have shirts and whatnot for the astronauts, the European astronauts who are currently on the mission, patches, uh, if you want onesies, cups, mugs, That's so smart. They should absolutely do that for all of them. I know. I tried looking for, like, Canadian space agency stuff, and they have none. I'm like, well, I would have bought it. Yeah. Oh, Chris Hadfield would absolutely, like, rock a, a patch. People would buy the hell out of that. And I have a Chris Hadfield shirt. So there you go. Get on the merch game, yeah. space guys. NASA thinks you're so smart, but <laughs> I, I don't see you having a merch store, NASA. Yeah, now who's really won the race? <laughs> Wait, who? The, the Germans with the merch. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, I didn't oh, follow yeah. that. That's no, me. it was a bad callback. It was, it's anyway, fun. the point is, uh, yeah, okay, so those are some of the like major players. Any other astronauts oh, that you would be like, no, this person. Oh, my God, why can't I remember her name right now? This is horrible. I mean, what was... Uh, Stargaze, what was my character? It was <gasps> Janet Epps. So because, so my character... May Epps. Yeah, was it was May Epps. Yeah. So oh. it was uh, May Jameson and Janet Epps, their names combined. Mm-hmm. So she will be the first astronaut in, like, what year is it? I think next year to go on board the ISS, and she will be the first black woman... Um, and I think the second black person period to go on a long duration mission. Wow. Because Mae Jameson was there for like 14 days, but her stay will be six months. Dang. That's uh, wild. Yeah. I, I imagine you have to like, uh, you have to really mentally prepare to be in space for that long. Yeah, but in theory you have at least four years because you go through training, which is generally two years as an astronaut, and then you become an astronaut. And then from there, you get at least around two years notice as to when your mission's gonna be. So you train for two years. Yeah. So by the time you go up there, in theory, you should be very well prepared. You should be ready at that point. Yeah, except for, um, so Alexander Gerst, on his last mission, he actually, he went up um, with this astronaut, Serena, Serena Chancellor, ooh, I forgot her last name right now. She's an American astronaut, but they went up for six months, and uh, recently a report came from the Russians, and they're like, she tried to sabotage um, one of the, the, the space shuttles to come down, the capsules to come down. What? Because they're like, oh, she's a woman and couldn't handle it. Oh, my god. Uh, she actually had a blood clot in space. What? 
Um, but so they had actually reported about it years ago. They were like an astronaut in the past two years has had a blood clot, but they didn't say who it was. But then the Russians were like this like a few months ago. Like it was her. She wanted to come back down. She couldn't handle space. And it's like, no, she was definitely probably prepared. She didn't drill a hole in anything to try and come down. Um, but you have to be very prepared. Like, they were literally prepared enough to deal with, uh, it, it was in her jugular, too. Oh, my goodness. Uh, That's wild. Yeah, so they had uh, blood thinners up there, and then they sent more up. Uh, How so do you send a package? What like if you have to send a package to space? What does that look like? Uh, if you have to send a package, which technically, if you knew an astronaut up there, you could. What? what? Yeah, you. I see you're excited. So if you do know an astronaut, I don't. <laughs> oh, well, but I want to. Yeah, no, no. But you would send it up in one of the SpaceX capsules that goes as um, a restock vehicle. Oh yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So you'd send it up with that. So could you like send fan mail to space? I mean, you could email them. Oh, that's less exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but yes, you could. You could. If that was like, if that's what you wanted to do and it was more personal, yes, yes, you could. Um, but you could email them and then send them a gift. Hey, Whoa, that's cool. That's nice. Yeah. Okay, so here's a question. What are some of the, like, newest, biggest developments that, that are, like, hot on the scene, the space scene? <laughs> People going into space who have money. Yeah. Yes, oh, okay. that was obviously yeah, yeah. hugely. That's taken like over. one of the huge ones. Um, another one is that they're planning on going to the moon again. And what? They no have... way. Yeah. Again. Uh, it's weird because there's a small part of me that's like, you didn't know. It's like in the space news. Do you not follow <laughs> it? That's why we're doing this. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm sorry. I forget. You uh, layman's. But yeah, so they're planning on going back to the moon, and they currently have a selection of astronauts that they're kind of like are in the running, I guess, for, for the moon trips. And that's like the, I feel like as, as actors, they're like, like the role you want. And I feel like this is what astronauts, their, their big role is. They're like, I want the moon job. <laughs> do they have to like, um, obviously we're performers, so I'm like, do they have to audition for it? Like what is their piece that yeah, they have to do? They have to, to prepare do? a monologue. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I think they do what normal people do for jobs, or it's, Oh my God, like yeah, it was like, what's the word? <laughs> yeah, you know, the other audition. Where they say words out loud and they judge those words, but not in an acting way. Yes, yeah, so it's the exact same as acting without the acting and a resume. Acting well, minus a acting. Resume. A different it. resume and no acting. Um, but most of the people who are on the like list of astronauts, uh, so far it's just NASA and then there's a couple Canadians on it. But they are mostly people who have gone to space before. So I wouldn't be surprised. Wait, why do they get to go again? Because they have experience. <sighs> you want someone, at least, some of the people who are going, you don't want to send a bunch of, in theory, it'd be nice to not send a bunch yeah. of newbies. But they did once upon a time. I mean, Buzz Aldrin, was he on the moon before? No. That's true. And he did okay. I think. <laughs> well, your reaction tells me he did not no, do well. He did well. fine. He did fine. It was more your, your, like, he did okay. He made it there and back. That's, no, that's very he true. He was in an episode of The Crown I watched recently. What point are you trying to make? Just that, look, if you're hiring for a job, 
it's not always based on experience. Sometimes people have the heart to do it. They just don't have it on their resume Are yet. you sad that they you won't let you go to the moon? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, you sound like a millennial. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you I should I just, need experience to do a job. I should just uh, have good intentions. Yes, and that's exactly what being an astronaut who has to go to space needs. <laughs> just all heart, baby. <laughs> just like the Mighty Ducks, but in space. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay, I have a very silly. We're gonna get. We're gonna keep doing questions, but I want to play a very silly little game. Okay. Um, because hopefully, all anyone listening knows the planets. Um, but I want. I'm gonna name the planets, and I would like you to give me one word to describe each planet. Okay. Okay. Um, just to give a like a high level overview of the planet. It could be any word. Right? It could be okay. any one word. Any word. Um, but just to kind of help people know what the deal is with the plants. Yeah. So I'm going to start uh, from the sun to away from the sun, like planets do. Uh, yes, in the order. In the order. Uh, so Mercury. Hot. Okay. Venus. Hot. <laughs> All I can think is the first thing is men are from Mars, women are from Venus. <laughs> All women. hyphenated one word. Yeah. <laughs> I've uh, used up Mars too now. Oh no! <laughs> um, yeah, so let's. What well, can I say? Women for Venus, I guess. <sighs> okay, fine. One word: woman. Uh, <laughs> Earth. Uh, oh, I, go, I keep going for like a lot of words. Uh, one, yeah, have a one to three words. Yeah, would yeah. that make this easier? Oh no! Now you're counting. Okay, three <laughs> words. Just three words. No plan B. Oh, no plan B. Ooh, okay. good one. That's good, and it hurts. Okay. Uh, Mars. Ooh, uh, um, um, live there? Okay. Question mark? Plan B? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Jupiter. Ooh. I don't know why. Hoops. Yeah. Hoops? It It got hoops. It has all the (laughs) hoops. But that might throw you for our next one, Saturn. Um, wait. What's after Saturn? Just tell me. Is it Uranus? Uranus. Okay. So Saturn, uh, Ganymede. Oh, what, oh what is, good one. What is that word? It's one of the moons. moons? Oh, I like that. Great. <sighs> a new effect. Great. Uh, Uranus? Uh, butts. Butts. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to do the mature sense way you say Uranus. Um, Neptune? Uh, ooh, uh, 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 sport god. Sport god. <laughs> are, you, you're ma- are you making a trident with your fingers? Is that what's happening here? Sport god. Sport god. Sport god. <laughs> Um, and then I'm going to include this just for my own feelings. Pluto. Aww. Oh, childhood. Aww, Aww. that's nice. Man, we millennials, like, really want to hang on to Pluto. <laughs> we, the nostalgia that our generation needs is so desperate and adorable. I feel like we it, impose our own feelings onto Pluto so hard. Like, we are the Pluto generation. Honestly, oh, like, don't say it The like amount that. of little drawings of just, like, Pluto as a sad <laughs> little face and just being like, I miss you guys. <laughs> that is how I picture him now. And him? Her? Yeah. Them? It's a planet. Um, <laughs> do you have a favorite planet? No. Fair. Right. You don't, don't have to. You don't have Thank to. You. Thank you. Um, uh, what are what for you is the most mysterious, fascinating part of space? Like, is it black holes? Have we figured out black holes? No. I think for me, the most fascinating thing about space is just sitting and thinking about how big it is. Yeah. It's unsettling. Like, I don't love thinking about it because then you start really comprehending how big it is, and it's. It's, it's, it's wild to look up at the stars, especially when you're somewhere like up north and you can see so many of them, and to think you're looking at something that's just 
oh, like so far, like so, you could never reach it in your lifetime, but you're still seeing it right now. And then it's also, it's also so wild to think that, you know, some of these stars may not exist anymore, but we're just seeing them now because it's just getting to us. But in the, that, that moment, our moment, they're gone. Like it's just, the whole thing is just, how big it is is so unsettling. What is time? Time. See? Yeah. Time factors in. I wasn't crazy before. No, no. Time does factor in. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. And it is like bigger than the human mind can kind of wrap its head around, right? Yeah, Our and it starts around. it starts getting almost unsettling the more you think about how big it is and then how small we are. We're literally nothing. Like, why are we doing any of this? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, this is great. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for being here. I like to be a little freeing, too. Well, on, on the note of how big space is, I need to get your take on this. Uh, do you think that there's alien life or not? I, so I don't know, but I would not be surprised just because it's so, so big. Uh, also, funny thing, there was, so the Canadian Space Agency a few months ago, a year ago, I don't know, they released this video and they were talking to an engineer in from the Canadian Space Agency and one of the questions was, do you believe in aliens? And she, her answer was literally, do you believe in aliens? That up, That's up to you. And I was like, no, 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 answer the question. That's- answer, do you believe in aliens? Don't, don't. Are you not? Are you not answering for? Yeah, for government secret reasons. That sounds like a deflection to me. Yeah, so I'm just, I'm just saying. I don't say the, I don't know of the Canadian Space Agency. I don't know if she knows anything specifically. I mean, the guy from Blink One Eighty Two sure seems to think so. Like he's obsessed with finding out about aliens to the point Which where the one? government, uh, Tom DeLonge, oh, to the point where he's like works with the U.S. government. I think there's something going on with him and them where he has all this information and he's working with them. Because I was like, it couldn't be Travis. He's dating Courtney. Yeah, no, those <laughs> and are there. You can only do one thing at a time yeah. that way. The only space there is between the ears. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> wow. I just think it's very... It's very human of us to be like, no, of course there's not other other intelligent life in the universe because we're so smart. Yeah, we're it. <laughs> and then we dress our dogs in costumes and we're like, la, 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 la. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me though if like aliens found us and they're like, Ugh. Like, yikes. Nah. Just, they're not even worth blowing up. Like, let them blow themselves up. Uh, yeah, or like uh, worth talking to. Like, have you ever met that person at a party where like you see them and you're like, nope, I'm, yep. I'm not talking to that that guy. I And you just know you just know. The vibe. You just tell, yeah. Yeah, based on a general energy. I feel like that would absolutely be intelligent. If they're smart enough to get to us, they're smart enough oh, not yeah. to talk to <laughs> us. Yeah. Don't waste your time. Oh. Uh, is there a movie or TV show that you think gets space and space travel right? Do you know what's hilarious? I don't tend to watch those things. Oh. I, I tend to watch stuff more like Doctor Who, which, no, it doesn't. Um, right, yeah, yeah, but it's I like mean, big imagination Wibbly wobbly timey wimey. Yeah, I mean, in, in the sense of like, it's a spacecraft, yes. Yes. I, I genuinely, genuine, gen, genuine? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> genuinely. Uh, watch shows with space in it. Like, it's, I don't, I'm not, I'm horrible at like, even with comedy, I'm like, I don't a lot of TV. Right, right, right. I'm yeah. really bad at it. I tend to watch more, like, I'm that person who will wake up again at six in the morning and watch um, an EVA, an extra vehicle activity, so a spacewalk, and yeah. I'll sit there and watch them from, like, suiting up <laughs> to, like, sitting, getting ready in the airlock and just doing nothing to going out, and 
I would watch. Like, that's what I'll watch, and it's eight hours. That's so, so that's cool. Awesome. I, yeah, I, I didn't realize how much stuff they televised or streamed, like how much stuff you could just go watch of like, hey, there's this, oh, this is not going to be accurate, probe or something that you can watch, like, uh, destroy itself over this atmosphere or like that, that kind of thing. I had no idea until a couple years ago. Oh, yeah, they post all of that. But I guess, I think it's one of those things where unless you're, unless it's something big. Like, I don't want to say going on a spacewalk isn't big because it's huge, it's dangerous, it's frightening, it's all those things. But it's done so routinely that it's not like, you know, it's making news. Unless they're doing something that is making news, generally speaking, it's not... I don't, I, and I don't want to say it's not newsworthy, but it's, it isn't in that sense. Yeah, right. So yeah. it isn't, you know, widely publicized, unless you know what's happening or you know where to, like, you can go on the NASA website and see when they have, like, EVAs, launches, and all that stuff. Right. They don't uh, keep it a secret. No. Uh, but you just have to look for them. Yeah. So, yeah. But it's all available, and, like, if uh, I feel like I never think of it, but that would be an amazing thing to watch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think we spent New Year's one year with her, friend mm -hmm. who's into space, uh, watching some sort of space activity. I can't remember what. Um, but I, that was our whole New Year's night. Was we yeah. just watched space. Yeah, I think it was one of the furthest... Uh, the it was about Mars, wasn't it? I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah, we're, we're bad. We're embarrassing <laughs> ourselves. Oh, God. Okay, so uh, we're, we're going to move on to our next segment now, uh, the hot takes, where we're going to get real spoilery about space. Yeah, <laughs> check yourself. Don't uh, listen if you don't yes, want it, it spoiled it, for you. If you haven't learned about space and you don't, yeah, yeah okay. Uh, but um, basically, we went into the, uh, the deep black hole of the internet uh, to find people's unpopular, popular, uh, generally... Uh, hot takey opinions um, that we would just like to share with you and get your hot take on it. Okay. I'm going to start with my deepest one. Pluto's a planet. That's it. That's a statement. Oh, you look like you're about to break well, Steph's like... heart. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's nice to cling to. Like, again, like as a childhood of... Um, I don't know. For me, I don't <laughs> feel any, like, resentment. It's not, but it's like, it's a, part of me was like, Rick and Morty proved it wasn't a planet. Oh. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I need it so badly to be a planet. Like, I don't know either. Yeah, you're really attached. But, like, why was it changed to not be a planet? Because it uh, obviously was at some point, which is why we're also... Well, I'm not sure. I just know when it was changed not to a planet. When was it changed? 2006. Okay. Was the last year I... So it's, like, been a while and we should get over it, is I guess the it's... point here. Wow, wow, wow. I uh, mean, we, including myself. See, I believe it's, it's not a planet, but I wouldn't... I would never have said that. Yeah. Ugh, I would okay. never have crushed. Fair enough. Steph's soul like that. Uh, all right. Fine. Well, here's... Uh, it's okay. We're in a relationship. We'll work it out later. Oh, <laughs> Um, okay, so here's healthy. one that <laughs> it doesn't it. Um, um, okay, so here's one that I, I know probably what you're going to say about it, but I would love to hear that your take. Uh, the moon landing was faked. A lot of people feel very strongly about that. Maybe it's me. I'm like, I don't completely understand that. Yeah. I'm like, where do you... And people are like, These, look at the strings. Look at the... I was like, I don't... I don't know. It's just... It's so... It's so frustrating. It's just... It feels kind of like... Like anti-vaxxers in a way. Totally, like, yeah. Or it's like, oh my god, oh, I, I, I don't. It, it's I don't. Okay, I don't know how to explain this, but it's one of those frustrating things. Like I don't know how to explain to you that it's real versus like it's just it's real. There's like there's so much evidence of it, and it's like I just don't know how to. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I. Uh, 
for those listening, uh, Cassie's staring up at the ceiling. But it's so hands raised into space, if you if you yeah. will. But it's so frustrating. It's like I just you just want to like shake them and be like, how do I? It's just it's like trying to explain to someone the Earth is round. It's like oh my god, like how do I? Like I can show you all the, and that's I think that's the thing about those people though. You can show them all the proof in the world, and they'll still be like. You just haven't seen the videos. I was like, what videos have you seen? You haven't seen anything. There's one video. You've been on YouTube too long. Yeah, yeah. You've been, you, um. I feel like you've been in, on YouTube too long is also the motto of a generation. Yes. <laughs> it's the motto of 2020. You've been yeah. on YouTube too long. Um, all right, uh, this one is uh, billions of dollars for very limited, compared to say what we would achieve on Earth with the same resources, science data from another world just isn't worth it. The spirit of adventure exploration just isn't worth the cost. Okay, so here's the deal. Uh, it really depends on what you're looking at in space. Because um, I think there's one thing with like the idea of exploration, like yes, yeah, so you wanna go to Mars and all that stuff, but there's also other things that happen in like the ISS. So on the ISS, um, one of the reasons they do a lot of science up there is because the way the body ages, it, it ages rapidly. So you can do tests up there that you could not do here. What? So um, stuff like, oh, what's that? Like osteoporosis and stuff like that, because your bones deteriorate quicker up there. Um, so there are just a bunch of stuff that you can do in microgravity that physically are not possible down here and you can and they have developed medicines and um, you know machinery and stuff up there that they then use here but they can study it in a different way up there so I don't when people are like oh it's you know we're not doing anything it's like that's not true I just feel like again the stuff that we see on the news it's like the exciting stuff like, I don't want to say no one wants to hear about new medical treatments, but unless you've, like, figured out a cure for, like, cancer, like, completely figured out, I feel like, you know, a new drug for, you know, a, a, an illness that's common that, may, like, it's a slightly better drug isn't necessarily going to make front page. But right. that is what's happening up there. So it's not, you know, I don't think it's a waste of money. I don't think all of it's a waste of money. There are some things where I'm like, do we need to live on my anyways? <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, that makes sense. And I, I know that some people like really push that, you know, the, the spirit of adventure has its its validity too. Like yeah. wanting to explore those things does make a huge difference and inventions that we require to do those things do come back to us in the long run. Yeah, and also they like, for, for the future, they've also like started growing plants in space because if you're going to go into space, you can't just eat... Pellets. Yeah. <laughs> they actually have food, though. Do they? Yeah. They have real food for space, not just that dehydrated weird stuff that you get at the science center? <laughs> and you beg your parents to buy it for you because you're like, I need to taste space ice cream. Steph, your visions of space are very, very rooted in childhood. I'm beginning to see a pattern here. Well, that's when kids, people get into space. When you're a kid is when you first get to learn about it. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not real either, the space ice cream. Oh, my God. That's just I'm taking your money. Cassie came here to <laughs> crush my dreams. I'm to be so fair, I'm helping. <laughs> wow. They get, every once in a while, they do get real ice cream. What, How, really? On the, um, when they get the reload ships, uh, generally, if they get ice cream, it will be like at the top. So they have to eat it like right away, oh. but they get real. There's those aren't. That's not real. So they oh, eat so just nice. real food. They don't eat. They eat real food. Um, they do have to. It is dehydrated, like essentially dehydrated. So they either uh, they have like hot water and cold water, and you like plug it in essentially, and it okay. fills it up, and then you let it 
sit and then it cooks. So they have pretty much any food you have. But the only thing is for like bread, they only use tortillas because uh, it doesn't crumble. What? Because oh. in space it will get right. everywhere. Because all the little things get into the yeah. other things. things. <laughs> Coming in hot with the technical all terms. The things. Okay, crumbs. but am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. <laughs> is, is the space with the dehydrated stuff similar to the stuff that you get at like Mech if you're going camping and you're like, pasta primavera? Yeah, except it wouldn't be, obviously with the camping, it's more like you dump it in the water and you zip it back up. Obviously you can't do that in space, but it is the same idea. But I think spacesuit's better. Okay, I'm back on board. Back on board with spacesuit. <laughs> okay, we got her back. Okay, um, okay so uh, wait, did I ask the last one? Yeah, You're next. sure. I'll no, go, no uh, you go. All right. None of the billionaires who went to space technically count as astronauts. They are space flight participants. I, I'm like, I hope no one's watching who's gonna, or listening who's going to get angry. I think that's true. Uh, because, uh, first of all, they didn't go high up enough yeah. to technically be in space. Yeah. But are is, are yeah. there arguments that, like, they didn't, some of them didn't even quite make it to space? Well, William yeah, Shatner yeah. went up and down in the same day. Like, he, he was up there for, like, 11 minutes. That's not space travel. That's, You're not so astronaut. Just the sky. They went, like, I think it's, like, 42 miles or something above the Earth. Like, it was not, like, it was not high. Uh, <laughs> it, it wasn't that high. Sit down, bitch. That's not that high. <laughs> so the International Space Station's in lower Earth orbit, and it's, like, 200 and something kilometers? Is it miles? I don't know measure stuff. <laughs> uh, it's why I'm not in space, because I can't tell. So they went 40-something measure stuff up, and then the ISS is like 200-something measure stuff up. Uh, <laughs> uh, again, I love space, I, I, but I'm not a scientist. Uh, would it have been high enough to like see the whole planet? Or would it just be could, like, you I kind mean, of just see North America, what's up? Well, you could never see the whole planet. No, like, yes, no, obviously. But like, you know when they go in space and they show that picture from uh, of Earth and you can just see like the clouds and the atmosphere. And you can't I actually the don't know what their POV would have been necessarily. I think uh, you can see the curvature of the Earth from the place where they went to, but like you can also see some of the curvature of the Earth from an airplane. So yeah. You're not so special, William Shatner. <laughs> Coming in with the hot opinions. I actually, I think it's lovely that he went. I think all those millionaires, billionaires, whatever, are all... It's a pandemic, and that's how you spend your money? Yeah, so that's another... You know how much they could spend elsewhere? Yeah. On their employees? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> or helping the planet? Part of me is like, you could have spent more money on anything else and still gone to space. Yeah. Oh, God, so, that's rough. And you still, <laughs> you still are like, no, I'm going space. Yeah, so you're not in favor of billionaires in space. If they're not going to do anything, like that's where, or any of your hot take Elon Musk. I, I mean, let's get into it. Okay. What, what's your hot take on Elon Musk? Well, I hate him. Yes. Um, but here's my thing with Elon. He, and like, he wants to go to Mars. Put him there. I don't, it's fine. Yeah, get him <laughs> out of here. Leave his money here. He straight bye. up wants to build a colony, right? Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I will say he is one of the reasons why they're able to send more people to space now because up until last year, Russia um, was were the only people who could send people up. If you wanted to go to space, you had to go to Russia uh, because the space program, as you know, it came to an end about 10 years ago, 2011. Mm -hmm. So uh, 
What did I just say? Did I say the space program? Yes. Yep. No, I didn't mean the space program. Uh, the shuttle program. We were so ready to not correct. We, we were like, mm-hmm, space. You're the expert. You can tell us literally anything about space, and we will be believe accurate. you. But the shuttle program came to an end in 2011. So from 2011 till last year, this year? I don't know. Time. Um, Measurements. We already yeah. discussed Americans, that. Canadians, Europeans could not go to space unless you went to... Um, uh, Russia, Russia. Yeah. and you took a Soyuz up. Uh, but because Elon has SpaceX, now you, they've been, they're sending people up on the SpaceX rockets. And for the past, I want to say five or so years, uh, SpaceX has been one of the uh, rockets that goes up to re- like send up supplies and stuff like that. The ice cream. Yeah, and science. Elon brings the ice cream. I mean, he doesn't. Okay. Uh, no, he I was trying to personally, help him Personally, I think we can all agree. I should. Why was I trying to help him? He doesn't <laughs> yeah, need me. <laughs> he absolutely does not need He's you. He's a super no. villain. He yeah. doesn't need me. He is literally Lex Luthor. Oh, my God. But it's like, I do, I, I, I'm, I'm, I personally am like, okay, that's, I'm okay with that. Him, like, being the, you know, having the rockets to have the, ac- the actual astronauts go up and um, have you know, supply, resupply ships. That's like, I'm okay with. And like, I'm honestly surprised he hasn't gone up yet, which is like, this is so sad. It, I said it in my head and immediately I'm like, this is so bad. I'm like, I'm proud of him for not going to space when he could have. <laughs> Good job, Elon. <laughs> you have so much money and you could have gone up. Way to have off. an inch of restraint, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, how do you feel about, in general, like celebrities going up into space? I know Ashton Kusher was like, I had a ticket to space, but then my wife said no, so I got rid of it. Sorry, what? Yeah, he had a ticket to space. That sounds like someone Who complaining. Who from? I think maybe he was part of the Virgin uh, group. He sounds, I don't know why, he sounds like he was waiting outside an arena and got one. Yeah, know, he had to right? wake up at 5 a.m. and line <laughs> up, just like it's a, it's rent I in the 90s. got it from a scalper. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it was just scalping space tickets. Uh, but, but they are talking about, you know, commercialized trips to space where you could buy a trip up there. How, how do you feel about that? Okay. Because I actually, I, I've had people ask, like, would you go up? And I, the weird thing is, no. If it were, so I would go up. I, honest to God, would go up. Does if they're like, take? you have a purpose? Mm, yeah. Right. Like, you, you don't get want to, to do science. Like, wasting space? Well, good Kaya. job. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Please, please go on. I will sit, sit over here and slowly expire. <laughs> I, no, I would love to go to space and like, do something. And I, know, I don't want to say, like, oh, they're bad people going into space and they're doing nothing. But they, they're not bad people, but they are doing nothing. Um, <laughs> but, it's, like, when people talk about, like, oh, our, our resources, like, but you could be spending those resources on having them, people do stuff up there. Right, yeah. Um, like, I'd rather send, in theory, this probably will never happen, but, you know, someone who's not a scientist necessarily, but still train them to do stuff. Obviously, you wouldn't do the real science shit, but it's like, I would, I don't know, I'd rather, that's just me, yeah. go up there and, you know, do something. Yeah, have a reason to go up there and just be like, I'm a rich person and I saw things. Yeah. Although there was, and I'm curious to see this, there was an actress in space recently. Really? So William Shatner was not the first. Um, Take that, William Shatner. But she was, she was on the ISS for a week. Um, she just, she came down, I think, the day before, like, the day after William Shatner. You know, or she's up there for, like, ten days, yeah. Wow. That's so, badass. Yeah, because they were filming something up there, so she got there before Tom what? Cruise. What? 
Yeah, and to go up there, you need training, too. Yeah, So she would have had to go through a lot of training to get up there uh, and live there for 10 days. And then, like, that that was the weird, like, cool... I don't know. That was... I feel, like, hypocritical. I was like, that's kind of cool. But that's cool because you're actually part of the the International Space Station. You're doing things up there. You have a reason for going other than just being, like... I think they were filming something. But that's... At least they're doing cool. something. Yeah. Not just like, I did it. And you do Not have so to, much I don't know the training for um, going on like one of the Virgin flights or the. I imagine there the can't other. be that much. The other one. I think there has to be some yeah. in theory. Just but even to be able to deal with that like gravity yeah. changing. And like, then like William Shatner. I, uh, because it, 90. He's, he's old. I think we can all agree. I don't. I don't think I'm coming in hot on this one. He's old. I thought he was going <laughs> to die in space. That, I think that's my hot take. I was yeah. like, he's going up and he's never coming back. And good for him. And like, that what a way cool to go. Not, not, no, like I hope, like that. Glad he didn't. Honestly, but if you're going to go somewhere, and if you're William Shatner, that's pretty dope. Where else? Are you, where else is going to be better to die? I mean, uh, also Earth would probably be an option, but. That's an but option that's for everyone. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah <laughs> very fair. That's very not fair. a unique option. <laughs> You're right. Okay, I retract my statement. Space is better. <laughs> um, well, here's a question because you brought it up. Uh, the whole Moon versus Mars debate. This comes from a friend of the podcast, Galen Drennan, who is also a bit of a space nerd. Um, but uh, he he mentioned to me that there is a Moon versus Mars debate in terms of like old Muskie wants to go up to Mars and start a colony there because he thinks the Moon is a waste of time, but NASA wants to go to uh, like the Moon and use it as a sort of more launching point to get to new things. Well, I, what's your feel on that? I feel like Elon, Elon's billions are showing. <laughs> As if they not, or they're not normally constantly showing. I'm, I'm imagining that so literally as though it's like money sticking out of his shirt. Absolutely. It's like <laughs> popping out in spots through the seams. Like a scarecrow yeah, but yeah. full of money. Yeah. Like, part of like, does NASA even have the money to go to Mars? Uh, like, again, the reason why NASA's able to send people to space from the U.S. is because of Elon. Because Elon is cheaper to go up there with the SpaceX than go, because it's, like, it's millions to send an astronaut to space. Yes, of Just course. one. Yeah. You pay, because you pay for seats. Do, oh. Like, that's what, so, so aboard the, um, if you're going up in Russia, it's, it's really expensive. Like, like, I feel like I'm. This is the number is too high, but I'm, I'm like pushing. Not sixty million. It's very expensive, but it's like half the price to go on the SpaceX vehicles. Um, Why? Why is it so different? Just because is it subsidized? Well, it's also you have to keep in mind that, and when you think about it, so when people have gone up to space uh, in those like short trips, they're paying like two hundred. I'm okay. They're paying like $200,000 to go for like a day. Oh, chump change. Let's go. But then now when you think about the fact that you're taking a vehicle up and you're staying for six months. So it's a vehicle that has to last you six months up there. Oh, yeah. Okay. So suddenly, you know, and you're also, you know, in space for a much longer time. So, you know, that $200,000 a day. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. I see how that would. So it costs a lot of money to send people to space. And I'm not saying NASA has no money, but... They're, they're not in, they're not as rich as people may think. Well, yeah, because they're, they're taxpayer funded, right? Yes. Yeah, so of course they're Like not. they rely on people like Elon. So there's a small part of these like in their mind too, it's like going to the moon makes more sense right now Right, too. fiscally. Yeah, fiscally. And also it's like you've been there before. 
um, you kind of have a better feel for it. Also, at the moon, in the moon, on the moon, we got there on the moon. <laughs> in theory, it's like you can come back. Right. Mars, it's like, we're just going there. And that, yeah. That's it. That's your life now. That kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I don't. The moon first is, yeah. in my opinion, logical. Yeah. I mean, like, I would, I would buy. But if Elon wants to go there, that's fine. To Mars? Like, let him. Let yeah. him go. <laughs> Send all the billionaires there. Let them set up their little Amazon towns there. They seem Let's eager, do it up. to be fair. Yeah. So, yeah. So let them go. They're asking We got to test it on someone. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, cool. So uh, here's one, another another one from a friend of the podcast, Galen Drennan. Um, <laughs> His official uh, title. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the James Webb Telescope, um, which I like, you might have uh, some opinions on or not, is this uh, new new big piece of equipment uh, that will give us a lot more power in what we can see and what we can't see. But James Webb uh, himself was a, a what you would technically call a raging homophobe um, and like got a lot of uh, queer people out of NASA in the pink scare years. Uh, do, like, do you have feelings on this of like, why do we name these things after people that kind of suck? Because, um, I don't know, it's that weird, I hate, like, and I hate this, It's it shouldn't happen, but it's that weird thing of like, we should remember where it came from. I was like, no, but we don't have to. We don't, <laughs> we don't have to. We really, we really don't have to. Call it Bertha, I don't care. Also, that's what books are for. Yeah, yeah. Put also, it in a book. <laughs> also, it's kind of the same thing as like, I don't think this is like a NASA specific thing. It's just like a, I don't know, like old white people thing. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's just like, uh, let it go. Also, NASA as a whole, again, old white person organization. Right. It's full of that nonsense. Yeah, it's a, it has a bit of a diversity problem. Oh, it has a lot of problems. Like every everything. Yeah. Uh, I remember uh, when they launched the first SpaceX with people on board. So it wasn't like the first official mission. It was like two astronauts went up. And I remember... First of all, the guy who was in charge of NASA at the time, I cannot remember his name right now, and I don't care because I shouldn't, I'm not, I wouldn't say it. But I remember, so in 2014, he was not the head of NASA, but he had stated he did not believe in global warming. Oh, um, anyways, interesting. Head of NASA. <laughs> hmm. But I also remember when uh, they, had, they had launch, he was talking to the press, and he was like, you know, uh, I hope there's a, you know, little boys and girls. There was like a pause. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, no. Watching this, and I hope they think to themselves, I hope one day I'm the next Elon Musk or oh. Jeff Bezos oh. or the other one, the Virgin Atlantic guy. <laughs> I hope. Richard Brant Branson? Yeah. Bronson? Yes, Branson. Or Richard Branson. I hope when they watch this, they, they go up. I'm like, even now, you like don't even know who to give credit to. Yeah. Like, oh, I, also, you know, the astronauts who literally were the test dummies for this, who just went up there, none for you. Uh, <laughs> You're not a special, show me your billions. Yeah, and then if you year, worked for it, you losers. And then also, like, one of the, one of the horrible things, like, last year, 2019, 2020, I don't remember. Again, these past years, I'm like, I don't know. Um, but they had the first spacewalk with two female astronauts. Yeah, oh, cool. Uh, but they had to push it back originally because they didn't have a spacesuit to fit one of them. Oh, come on. Because they were never made for, they were always made for 
tall oh, people because they were like, the woman will be making the babies. Um, she can't go to space. She'll get her period. <laughs> but one of, when they have, there, it was, I think it was when they were supposed to do the first all-female spacewalk and they couldn't do it, there was an old white man down on Earth like, well, you know, it's just, women aren't as good. He literally did that argument of like, why women weren't as good. And it's like, oh, you're right. When I get my period in space, it's just, I go hail. <laughs> it's not how it, not a, in any way. It's just like that, that opinion can only come from people who have never had a period before. Yeah. Like they think we turn into dinosaurs. Honestly. <laughs> that is how they behave. It's like, well, once, once somebody who has a period yeah, gets like their period, werewolf. they absolutely become a werewolf. And yes. we can't have them becoming space werewolves. Because no. there's no room in the suit. We can't, yeah. we can't make them go. Yeah, absolutely. We can't make them, we can't make them suits. They would, they're going to want pockets next. Yeah, to answer your question, it's a, uh, terrible it's it's, it's not the most progressive place. it's not the most progressive <laughs> environment yeah i mean that makes sense it's i i guess it, it it moves very slowly i imagine because of the amount of bureaucracy and stuff and we know that there's nothing that the patriarchy loves more than bureaucracy yeah. bureaucracy 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 well, that too so tear it all down tear it all down or rename it like you know tear yeah. it out uh, we got one less hot one last hot take uh this one goes, we already ruined one planet. We should really fix it before we go ruin another one. Our approach to space colonization is, well, very colonial. Yes, uh, I agree with that. Uh, that's like the one thing. I mean, I'm sure there's lots of fears in going to other planets. Sure. But I was like, we didn't even master our own planet, and now you want us to do it to another one? Yeah, this one was literally made for us. Yes, it has <laughs> everything we could need. <laughs> and we still, you know, screwed it up, and now you want to you wanna do... I will say, so I'm going to talk about my favorite astronaut for a hot second. Yes, oh, yes, please. Yes. I, I don't know if did. this is lost in translation or what, because his first language is German, but I remember he tweeted something, and it was when... Um, I don't know, it has something to do with Europe, a European, European something wanting going to space, but he made this comment, and he's like, ah, Europe, the nation of explorers. And it's like, ah. Is that Color what we tub? call them? Yeah, yeah, is that what you, you went places, I wouldn't, you got lost. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you asked for directions and then killed them. Yeah, and you, and you were still like, it's India, I guess. Anyway, <laughs> but I, that's, that's also fear. And also, it's, it's frightening to be like, the people who will go there first are probably the people who are the rich people. And it's like, those are literally the people you don't want. Yeah, they yeah. don't know how to set up agriculture. They don't know how to set up like infrastructure. Some of them don't even know how to clean their own houses. I bet you none of them do. I mean, why would they? I've been watching a lot of rich celebrities with BTS Cleaner. and they don't know how to do shit. That's real. So anyway, okay. <laughs> but just, the, I don't think they're the best example of people who would be able to set up a space But they colony. would be the first people there. And then that's yeah. also frustrating because then, then it's like, they have all this weird power. What are they going to do with it? Because I think that's the that's also the thing with colonization. It's like those were not the people who should have come here. They just were like the they were always the rich white folk. Yeah. And it's like I I just I see that sort of happening again, where it just becomes like, well, this is ours now. Because <laughs> we say so. Yeah, we decided. This is. But do you have a flag like that energy? Yeah, like yeah. this is Elontopia. <laughs> They're just going to build castles, space castles. 
Yeah, and which separate section? To be fair, sounds very cool out of context. Yes, yes, yes. A Tesla space castle? Oh, not when it's Tesla. No, that makes it less cool immediately. Yeah, yeah. But you're right. That's what it would be. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know. I just don't think. I think even if we could physically do it tomorrow, I'm like, we're so dumb. We shouldn't (laughs) as a species. Like, just don't do it right now. We're not ready. We can't be trusted. Look at the vaccine rollout. We cannot be trusted. (laughs) (laughs) But we should keep exploring it. Would would be your your feeling on that. Yeah. Yeah. Because one day, in theory... We sh- and we should also, in my mind, I'm like, we shouldn't have to go to another planet because we're like, yipes, look at what we've done here. Yeah, yeah. you just burn it down. You're like, oh, well, next yeah, one's that, right there. That should not be the reason why we're going further out. We should also still work on, you know, not destroying ours. Because well, we, and like you said, Kai, we have everything here. Yeah. We've just screwed it up. Right. So let's work on that. Yeah. And I think we can. Yeah. Together, all Together. three of us. All three of us. <laughs> yeah. And that's what we'll be doing next time is figuring <laughs> this out. Three very capable people. <laughs> um, uh, we're going to move into a, a fast fandom here. And Cassie, what are you fanning out about this week? What's exciting to you? Just what a, are you digesting? Yeah, a little micro fandom. Space things? Oh, it, it can be something else. Yeah. Anything. Oh, because it is space, though. Oh, it can be. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, because they have a launch. With three astronauts, four four astronauts in, what's today? The twenty second of October. Yep. Yeah, they have one. Twenty third. Twenty third. It already happened. Oh boy, we've lost today. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they have a launch on. In theory, it's on the thirty first, but again, with weather and everything, it can change. Yeah. So I'm really excited uh, to watch that. At, like, God knows when in the morning or night or whenever the weather is suitable to launch. So I will be watching that. Elon will be there again, probably, without his mask. Uh, He had a bandana. But I'll still like, Elon, they're going to space. Elon, you can afford a mask. They quarantined for two weeks. (laughs) Put a mask on. You just show up in your cool little bandana. Probably not even cool looking. Brutal. Steph, what are you, uh, what's your micro fandom for the week? What are you fanning over? Ooh, uh, well, we just started a show that lots of people have seen uh, before. It's <gasps> an older show. We started watching The Sopranos yeah. for the first time. Uh, one thing we didn't realize about each other is we like mobster movies. Uh, so that was a fun thing to come to. And I've been enjoying it so far. It's a lot funnier than I expected it to be. Yeah, it's got a good sense of humor. Yeah, so really enjoying that. It is aggressively early 2000s. So. It is aggressive. Like so yeah. many pinstripes. You Never can tell seen it. it. Oh, well, yeah. it's so far I'm enjoying it. Oh, it okay. is filmed in the first season is pre-9-11, which you can tell because uh, they show the Twin Towers in the opening credits. Very weird. Which oh. is a bit weird. Uh, Kaya, what about you? What are you into this week? Well, I'm happy to announce it has absolutely nothing to do with 9-11. Um, I have, uh, I keep getting into these little, like, uh, YouTube holes where I keep watching tiny home videos. Um, so there's a, there's a channel called Never Too Small that will, like, interview designers about how they make little tiny home videos. And, like, everything is three things. And some, for some reason, I find that delightful. Like, the couch is also the bed is also, also a sauna. I don't know. Like, everything is, that, that wasn't a real example, but I wish. Um, but, like, uh, a ladder becomes a desk or like it's it's so interesting to me it's just like little transformer homes and they're all so beautiful and it's so calming and I just want to like get high and drink a smoothie and watch tiny homes <laughs> <laughs> Cassie thank you so much for being here uh, if people want to find you how can they find you anything you want to plug uh, I'm on Instagram at Valkyrie. 
Uh, I have a Twitter, but I don't tell anyone about it because it's mainly a, a, a gymnastics account, and I literally <laughs> don't want anyone following me. <laughs> but then um, you bring it up. You're like, I have a Twitter. Good yeah, luck if finding you, it. Yeah, if you find me, like, go nuts, but oh, if, I'm not telling you. <laughs> I love this because it's like, if you find me, you've deserved it. Yeah, you <laughs> then you've me, earned my it. takes. Yeah, it, it's meant to be, but if you can't, like, that's... Oof. Because it's not, I've had to like go incognito because I got a gymnast husband, a former, Mary Lou Retton's husband got upset with me. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to bring you back for another gymnastics episode. <laughs> uh, if, you're, if you're enjoying this, uh, please reach out to us, follow us, or uh, on social media. We're at, at Fandom Show Pod on Twitter. Uh, if you have ideas for future episodes, want to see um, some old stuff we did on YouTube, uh, or just want to say hi, we're also at thefandomshow.com. And in the meantime, look up at the sky and consider how beautiful and big the world is, um, and uh, love the things you love. And tell absolutely everyone about them. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. The Fandom Show is produced by Andrew Ivamy as part of the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as webcomics, articles, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.